Hello everyone, this is Carol E. Jean Carol, Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh. Welcome to another episode. Um, I made a few changes to my mental wellness process, although I'm going to keep everything basically the same. I'm going to uh, offer a word of peer counseling advice as you are going through your process. Uh, this is experience that, I, that I've been having that I'm going to follow. Initially, when I was doing my mental wellness process, I had said before that when I was in treatment, they were missing an aspect of my mental health. <clears throat> they did not seem to be validating much of the cause of my mental illness or emotional upset or ill-being. They weren't seeming to focus too much or validate my uh, childhood issues or my life experiences. They were only focusing on my behavioral issues and my emotional issues. And uh, I guess that can be helpful if that's all you want to work on as a client or as a patient. But if you want to work on what caused your problem, dealing with what caused your problem, you won't work well. And I didn't work very well in mental health as a client when that was going on. So um, I... Um, realize with the advice of my mentor that as I have processed my uh, life experiences I have uh, begun to be more ready to deal with the emotional and thoughts process stuff and the behavioral process and um, I've been uh, trying to punch through a lot of behavioral stuff and emotional stuff I went through another bus. I went for another bus ride uh, last night, and it was it was a challenge because the bus was crowded. Um, we had to sit on some smaller buses because the bigger ones were out of commission. And um, I have anxiety about sitting so close to people for a couple of reasons: one, one COVID, of course, and the other, um, I don't like sitting close to strangers. So um, <clears throat> that was a challenge. And then not, not freaking out too much about it. Um, I didn't mention a lot of what happened to me in my life experiences. And it would take me many hours to uh, talk about the things that happened to me. But um, in the life experiences module, what I'm going to do during sessions um, is I'm going to uh, just identify the areas where I was traumatized in my life. And I'm not going to go into detail. I'm going to do what Alan Rebarge advised me and Anna Runkle has advised me um, through her YouTube videos. Don't talk about the story too much anymore. It will re-traumatize you. I have mixed feelings about um, about that. I think she, she and the other guy also said that we need to be able to identify the traumatizations. We need to be able to identify what happened to us. I suppose that's why in therapy, they wanted a family history. They wanted a, a life history before giving me therapy. Although, as I said before, it wasn't too helpful for them to just put it in, away in a file cabinet and not encourage me to talk about it ever, or even discourage me from talking about it. So uh, there were 10 areas in my life where I was traumatized and each area is just 
a phrase. Um, I'm going to just say them, say them all very briefly. There are 10 areas. And again, I'm not going to go into any detail because not only do I not want to trigger anybody right now, I, um, I want to just identify them without re-traumatizing myself. Um, I was writing down one of my trauma things and, um, I almost got re-traumatized and then I realized it was just an identification, uh, statement of fact that I was doing to, um, still validate what I'd gone through in my life experiences so that I could work on the other modules of my mental wellness process. So the 10 areas, which I will identify when I was, when I was a baby, I was neglected. I didn't have any food or water or get picked up. Um, my mother was too sick to take care of me. And before my aunt started taking care of me, um, I would spend sometimes as long as three days at a time without being changed, without water or food that happened when I was a baby. And I think I remember it, although many people will believe that you don't remember stuff like that when you're a baby. Sometimes you do. Um, I was sexually abused when I was four years old, three years old, four years old. Um, I was drugged so that I wouldn't remember it. I was drugged so that sometimes I was unconscious through it. And, um, then when I was five, I, I was institutionalized. I, w I was in a mental institution, a children's ward for nine months because I just about effing lost my mind. With those, those last, uh, issues I was bullied at, at, in kindergarten and grade school and junior high and high school, middle school, I was bullied. Um, when my mother died, my aunt, my aunt seemed to stop loving me and started verbally and emotionally abusing me. And, um, there were, there were boundary issues again, inappropriate boundaries. Um, in most areas, emotional boundaries, intimate boundaries, uh, physical boundaries. Um, she would go without, um, she would go peaceful and quiet for long periods of time. And then she would lose control and beat me up once in a while molestations when I was a teenager I was molested by a neighbor um, and I had a misunderstanding with a friend um, which involved my my first uh, sexual experience and then as an adult I underwent several uh, abusive relationships and um, with friends and with uh, romantic relationships especially in uh, the year 1997 I I had my second nervous breakdown, um, after he and I broke up. And then, and then in 2000, uh, 2008, I had a relationship with, uh, some, another patient that I, that I met in partial and, um, he, uh, he raped me and, um, and then I, I went through, uh, adult therapy abuse I was abused and verbally abused in therapy and that was including, but not limited to being invalidated for my life experiences. Then my aunt died in 2009, right before 2009, my aunt passed away and her executor, her, uh, affairs executor uh, was very unfair to me. Um, my aunt had, had made, had made her promise that she would take care of me after my aunt died. Well, she, uh, she began to take care of me in a very condescending manner. She would dole out my money and she didn't invite me over for Thanksgiving after my aunt passed. 
And today I realized that she had a right not to invite me over to thanks for Thanksgiving. But um, I didn't know why she invited me and my aunt over for Thanksgiving right, right before my aunt died. And then after my aunt died, she didn't invite me anymore. And I could have used that. She didn't even call me and Bruce up to ask how we were doing. And that was just messed up. And I, got, I did get angry with her. And then she uh, cut me off. Even though the will said she was supposed to give me the money my aunt left me when she died. So I don't have them. I don't have any money. Um, I'm just living on my disability, just barely. And I asked her for help having some teeth fixed last year, and she didn't even answer my my email. And um, I realized she just simply did not want to take care of me, and I let her go. So um, went through a lot of bull. Went through a lot of hell. But um, that's all I'm going to say. And uh, that's not for sympathy. Although uh, you can feel free to be sympathetic if you would like. That's nice. But I'm not going to ask for it because, you know, we all go through our own experiences. You know, if, if, if what I said was no big deal to you, that's okay. If what I said was a big deal and you're upset and you're crying or whatever... You feel for me. I I appreciate that. Although I would not wish my life on anyone. I wouldn't even wish an empathy attack on anyone. But these things happen to us and it sucks. And um, we can still recover from anything. I believe that. That's why the other three or four modules are very important. We have to learn how how to deal with our emotions and thoughts when we're dealing with trauma we got to learn to have a healthy sense of life purpose. We have to have a positive attitude, and we have to learn to behave positively no matter what. And um, sometimes we have to fight back and defend ourselves, but there is an art to fighting and defending ourselves when we are dealing with unjust situations. All right. I'm going to go. Thank you for listening. Mental wellness.